what is up everybody i am finally back i know it's been such a long time without me doing a podcast for you guys i know the pain we've all suffered through but don't worry i'm back to record more episodes on the newly named noah's take finally changed the name the name honestly that i previously had was i just looked up a podcast name generator and then filled out some little questions and it gave me that and that never stuck with me so we're moving on from that uh, Noah's take so new episodes new name new everything and we got a lot to get to just today from like the past few days in sports but I mean since my last episode from the NFL draft there's so much that I could, like, we could be here all day talking about it. The Lakers won the NBA championship. The Dodgers won the World Series. I don't even get into baseball, but, I mean, still, big news for the city of L.A. The Rams could be on the Super Bowl run? Probably not. I don't think so. And definitely not the Chargers, right? So, but um, we're going to get into some recent stuff right now. We're going to start off with my favorite team, the Dallas Cowboys well where do we begin this season has been interesting for them so far sad to see Dak Prescott go down in that ankle injury watching the game was just oh you know you you hate to see that happen and they're three and nine right now and every game watched that I've watched is just painful for me I mean even games they win it's like the Atlanta Falcons game prime example I sat through that whole game thinking oh there's no way they win no way no way even when up to the onside kick there's no way they get this onside kick I don't know what the Falcons were doing just watching that ball spin they must have been hypnotized Greg Zerline did a great job kicking that ball because it must have hypnotized them to where they couldn't even tell what was going on because somehow they got it and won the game um but yeah, and then last night, the painful loss on a Tuesday night to the Baltimore Ravens, who freshly got, who get get everyone back. I mean, Lamar, J.K. Dobbins, Mark Ingram came back, Calais Campbell, they all, they all came back. And all I will, I will say that the Cowboys offense played really well. Um, there were some empty possessions. Greg Zerline, like I already talked to you about the onside kick. I don't know what was like. It might, I think it was a little windy in Baltimore last night. He missed three field goals. That's a nine-point swing. The, the final was 34-17. With, I mean, they kick, they make a few extra, uh, they make a few uh, field goals, and then the hail mary that should have been caught. I'm surp- like, it was a like a really good throw by Andy Dalton, and C.D. Lamb it was right in his hands. I know it was probably a tough catch. I mean, you're in the air. There's defenders behind you, in front of you. It's a tough catch either way. But if it hits you in the hands, I mean, you expect someone like him to come down with that. And that's a 16-point swing right there. And it's, what, it was 33-34, like, with their final score. But, but of course, with a touchdown and the field goals, that changes a lot of things, what how things happen. And... The biggest thing I want to get into about the Dallas Cowboys is their defense. I mean, we like there's so much to talk about with uh, not even injuries because they've been remotely healthy 
Leighton Van Der Esch got hurt in the first game against the Rams. Brooks called him, but he's been back since the Cardinals game. And the Cardinals game, it was an embarrassment. The 38-10 loss on a Monday night. I don't even want to talk about that game. It's just... But, but um, he's been back. He's been fine. Uh, Jalen Smith has been a real surprise to me. The way he's his play has been, he just looks like he's running around trying to find. He's he's just trying to. I mean, I get linebacker you're supposed to, I guess, always find who has the ball. But he's just been running around. He's looked lost in coverage, especially. Uh, and our secondary is just. Atrocious. I use big word, my calendar word of the day. Atrocious. They are bad. Just, just when I thought Trayvon Diggs was gonna blossom into the next Byron Jones of that team, star corner, he breaks his foot, and he's out for the year now. And Anthony Brown hasn't been really healthy. Uh, Jordan Lewis hasn't played well. Xavier Woods is probably the laziest player on that defense and I'm not even gonna joke around like uh, I don't know I can't remember if I did talk about that in the draft show I don't know if he said it yet. I don't know no he hadn't because he was not even starting but he said during the, earlier in the season that you don't expect you can't, don't expect uh, NFL players to go 100% every play no one does expect NFL players to go 100% every play because we get what game they're playing and that they're tired and all this but you don't say that to, like, you don't say that. And he's right. NFL players don't go 100% every play. I don't know how many times he goes 100% in any play, whether it's the first play or a play to seal the game. Like, I don't know. I haven't seen it from him. I saw him get trucked by a fullback yesterday. I mean, he he went in, no, no arms, just head and shoulder, and just gets thrown forward. I mean, I don't know what else... Donovan Wilson. Donovan Wilson's been playing really good. Uh, he's been a really good bright spot for their defense. and uh, But he was hurt. So, and I mean, they were, I said remotely healthy. So, I mean, him being hurt doesn't really, it didn't really do much to that. I mean, maybe a little bit, but it doesn't like, hurt them terribly right now. Especially now. It's their 3-9. and nine. What do they have to play for? I mean, they are in the worst division in the history of the NFL, and but they, I mean, they can still, I guess, win out just to play with my emotions a little bit, because the schedule they play the Bengals <clears throat> on Sunday, and I really wouldn't be surprised if they lose that game, because that's just what they've been doing this year, surprising me with losses. Um, <clears throat> they play the Forty Niners which just got moved to an, a noon game because both teams are just not the teams that we expect both of them to at least be. And then the Eagles, who are falling downhill, just got a new quarterback uh, or benched Carson Wentz for Jalen Hurts. And then they play the Giants, which I thought was going to be for the NFC East, but now I'm like, uh, that would maybe they'll, maybe they'll, uh, spoil their chances I guess between them and the football team which I'll get into about their them beating Pittsburgh in a little bit but uh, yeah they can they can still go seven and nine my hopes are really up there but I'm expecting maybe a four and twelve season like 
um, they did when they they did in 2015, the year before they got Dak and Zeke and Jalen Smith and all them all those guys. But we'll see what happens. <clears throat> no, I'm gonna get to the like actual game itself, the the part like the defensive play in that game. Against Cleveland, they allowed 307 rushing yards. 307 rushing yards, including that long, that 50-yard touchdown to from Odell Beckham <clears throat> that he ran. Uh, that key uh, just keys into what I was saying about effort. There was no effort on that play. I don't know what they were doing. They were right there. There was like five people. There was like the whole team was right there to make to tackle them, push around about something, and they just couldn't do it and gave up that long touchdown. They gave up 307 yards. Two some of uh, they gave up 200 and sorry I don't have all the stats in front of me. I was so excited that I. To get back out here, I just couldn't get all the stats out here. Uh, they gave it 208 to Washington the first time. Washington at that point had one of the worst rushing offenses. And then they played um, the Cardinals, like I was talking about that game. They 261 to them. And so that the, the rushing defense has just been terrible. With a stacked, I wouldn't say stacked, I a good defensive line with Demarcus Lawrence. He's actually been playing better <clears throat> as the season's gone along. At first, I was like, I was like, none of the contract, the big contract players so far, have earned their money. Besides maybe Zach Martin, Zach Martin definitely actually. Tyron Smith, I wouldn't even say he, he's a, like a really good lineman, but he doesn't play. So we like, what do I expect out of him? Nothing, because I don't know. Like he doesn't play. Uh, but Dad, oh, not Dad, Zeke, Zeke definitely has like the fumbling, and he has just has his burst doesn't seem the same. I don't know if it's because he doesn't have a line anymore, that that might have a big, like that might might have something to do with it. But and then Amari, uh, he's been doing a, he's just in like midline receiver right now. Uh, Demarcus Lawrence, he's starting to play like he does. Does deserve the money he gets. Uh, Jalen Smith, no, definitely not. And then Zach Martin, Tyron Smith. But uh, speaking of Demarcus, like with the stacked uh, defensive line, Demarcus Lawrence, Alden Smith, who was really good at the beginning of the season, just surprised everybody coming back. 20, he hasn't played a game since 2015 and, and until until this season. And he was playing really well, but he's kind of been quiet. Uh, they don't really. I don't really hear his name ever in the game anymore. Uh, Randy Gregory's back. He's been playing pretty well. Uh, Antoine Woods, uh, Neville Gallimore from Oklahoma, the rookie. He played really well against Minnesota, but since then I haven't really heard his name. But yeah, uh, they've just uh, given up so much on the rushing attack to any team that plays. Any team can run the ball. Except for Pittsburgh, uh, which I'll get into that in a second. But uh, Anyway, in this game, <clears throat> it, they allowed 294 to the Ravens. 
DeMarcus Lawrence said <clears throat> when they played Minnesota that a Browns game would not happen ever. Like, it wouldn't happen again. Uh, I know he was talking about Minnesota in that instance, like that game, but I know he also meant, like, it probably, it, like, it's not going to happen the rest of the season. We, like, we don't want that to happen. And, uh, they only gave up 125 to Minnesota, so they, they keyed in on that. Good for them. They stopped Dalvin Cook. They won that game, surprisingly. But it almost happened again. <laughs> like, six yards away from 300 yards. Lamar ran for 94 yards. Lamar himself ran for 94 yards. So they still had, and they had a three-headed monster at rushing attack with Gus Edwards, Mark Ingram, and J.K. Dobbins. For they all had 200. They had 200 altogether. And on the first touchdown that they scored, Lamar Jackson scored. It was on fourth and one. And Van Leighton Vanders just looked lost. He looked lost. He was. Looking at the running back, looking at I think it was J.K. Dobbins, the running back at that on that play, and he just totally looked at him. And then by the time he realizes what's happening, there's a huge hole, and he to his left, and he just he turns around and Lamar's behind. He's behind everybody. He's scoring a touchdown. It was as easy as it could be. He could have walked. I mean, um, yeah, the the game, like I said, with the nine missed field goals and. The, C.D. Lamb drop, Hail Mary. I'm not even getting to the penalties that were missed in that same drive. I'm not going to make excuses because they still lost the game. There's nothing I could do about it now. And it, it probably would have resulted in them getting stopped at, in the red zone and having to kick a field goal anyway. So, But, but yeah, the Cowboys lose again what's new. Uh, so we're going to get into their division foe, Washington, beating... Pittsburgh, that's obviously the biggest news of the week. First, I thought it was going to be the Giants beating Seattle, but it turned out that Washington could top them. And surprise, like it was a surprise for to me that they did win that game. But I'm not going to act like Pittsburgh is was the best team in the NFL. They were 11-0, but they weren't the best team in the NFL. Because uh, you can make a case for the Chiefs, obviously, but I don't even have to like talk about the Chiefs. We already know that they're good. The Saints are a really good team without a court, like without Drew Brees right now. But the and the Packers too. Um, but I mean the Steelers. I can go. I go through the schedule right now. They first game of the year. They beat the Giants by ten. They beat. The Broncos, the Broncos by five. They beat the Texans by a touchdown. They beat the uh, Eagles 38-29. They blew out the Browns 38-7, which was, like, I mean, now it's a surprise because the, the Browns are pretty doing pretty good, so it'll be interesting. At the end of the year, the Steelers do play the Browns at the end of the season, so it'll be interesting to watch that game. Then they had, they had a tough stretch here with the Browns, and they played the Titans, and then they played the Ravens, which is a tough stretch. I'll give it to them. They beat the Titans by a field goal, and they beat the Ravens by four. Then they play the Cowboys in Dallas on a four-string quarterback and beat them by five. Uh, I can't say a lot about that win because the Cowboys are my favorite team, but I, I can still I, – I, the, for the Steelers to beat them by five, it just shows how – and the lack of 
like I said, the Cowboys they only gave up forty something rushing yards to the Steelers. Uh, the lack of rushing that they have was forty six. The lack, the lack thereof of a rushing attack, because with a rushing attack you can lead to play action, which you can get you can get down the field easily because it'll be wide open almost all the time with a good rushing attack. And they don't have that. The Cowboys have the rush, worst rushing defense in the NFL. And all, and they can only put up 46 yards against them. So that just shows how bad that they really are. Because Washington was really bad the first time they played the Cowboys. And then they ran for over 200 yards. So you'd think, oh, okay. Cowboys have the worst rushing offense. Maybe we can get some... Maybe we, get, we can, like start to get a feel of some, like, act, like what it's like. And they had 18 attempts, 46 yards. So, and then they played the Bengals, and the, the Bengals, they beat them 36-10. They beat the Jaguars 27-3, which that game was held at, it was 3-0 to zero for the longest. It was, the, the Jaguars had the lead, by the way. And then it was three to three, and not until the second quarter. So, so chill out there. I mean, the Jaguars could add it, maybe just kidding. And then they beat the Ravens by five in a sloppy game last Wednesday. Uh, on the Ravens, who were on a third string quarterback after RG three got hurt. So, and then they lo- they finally lose to out of all the teams the Washington Football Team. I could see I could see them losing their game next week if they. They would have won against Washington and lost to the Bills. That wouldn't be as surprising to me. But this one, it, I think the thing was the Washington defense. Because the Washington offense, all they did was, I mean, it was Alex Smith, drops in, he's come, he came back, he's doing the best he can. It's amazing to see him back on the football field, no doubt. But, I mean, they don't th- they don't, they're not going to throw it down the field. And they had a good rushing attack without Antonio Gibson, the guy that, Ran for over 100 yards both times. They played the Cowboys. Uh, they didn't even have him playing in the game. And it, it, the, the Steelers don't really throw it down the field a lot. And they have a lot of drop passes. And I think it's starting to show. Um, their their defense did play. Their defense always plays well. The Steelers defense does. Uh, but the Washington defense played really well. Uh, especially with a stacked defensive line like they have. With all these first round picks. On the like, just on the defensive line, it can make up for maybe a lack of what you have at secondary and linebacker. So that, that I think they're starting to that that game film is going to get out to these other teams, especially now that it's close to playoff time. So it'll be interesting to see how how far the Steelers actually make it. And I'm going to go down here their next four games, their last four games. And I wouldn't be surprised if they end the season where they play the Bengals. I wouldn't be surprised if they end the season 12-4. and Because they play the Bills on Sunday. The Bills are actually the favorites right now. It's in Buffalo. Maybe that's why. But, oh, of course, there's not really going to be fans there. But still, it's in Buffalo. Uh, I can see them losing that game. I can I see them winning against the Bengals. Uh, I can see them losing against the Colts. And I can see them losing against the Browns. So, 12-4. and they were 11 and 0 they could finish 12 and 4 just shows you how much of a downhill slope they could really be on 
I mean, they could prove me wrong and be the actual 11 and 0 team that a team a team that looks like they should be 11 and 0, not a team that like just got I would I wouldn't say lucky, but yeah, I'll say like got got lucky to 11. And I'll say I don't care. So we'll see what happens with them. Congrats to the football team for winning that game. Uh, they're now playing against the Giants for the NFC East crown because the usual top two teams, it's just flip. It's like a flip. It's flip flopped. The Cowboys and the Eagles are on the downhill, and the Giants and the football team are trading uphill. So I don't know. Twenty twenty. It's it's. I guess that's all I can say. All right. And we're going to switch gears here from football to basketball, which I thought was something pretty interesting that happened. Um, during, yeah, during the bubble, I think at this time it was the NBA Finals, uh, Kyrie Irving was on his new teammate. Well, I guess he knew who he was there last year. Uh, KD, his podcast. Then he And he said that the... He finally has like a clutch, a teammate that can make shots in the clutch, and he didn't direct it towards anybody. But it was pretty much directed to LeBron James. Everyone, everyone knows because who else? Because he didn't play. He played with with Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, Gordon Hayward in Boston. They were never in situations where they were going to need the club. I mean, maybe some games like the regular, but in the playoffs, they didn't do anything with him. Cleveland, who did he have besides LeBron? Della Vadova, Tristan Thompson, Richard Jefferson. Like, no, like, it's obvious. Kevin Love, it's obvious that he was talking about LeBron. And so LeBron was on Richard Jefferson's podcast, uh, Road Trippin', and he said that it hurt. Like, those words hurt him because... He was thinking like he he didn't he wanted nothing but success for Kyrie Irving, and it hurt him to know that that's how Kyrie really felt. He's like, oh okay, so that's how you feel. So the question is, should LeBron feel hurt by that? No, I don't think so. Because you're at the end of the day, look where you're at and look where he's at. Kyrie Irving has. Since he left Cleveland, he's gone to Boston, didn't work out. He's gone to the Nets, his first season didn't work out. Of course, KD didn't play, but if your whole re- like the whole reason he left Cleveland was because he didn't want to play with LeBron anymore. He wanted to be like that guy. He wanted to be the guy of the team. So he was. He had a chance to be the guy in Boston, nothing. He had a chance to be the guy in Brooklyn while KD wasn't playing, no. Gets hurt. He played twenty games. Didn't even go to the bubble. And they still, they were still, he played 20 games, they were still in the playoffs. So I, I, that shows how good the Brooklyn literally was without him. They were better without him so far. And we'll see what happens with him and KD playing together. But still. So at the end of the day, and then LeBron, he's coming off a championship. And his team is probably going to be better than it was last year. With the additions of Montrez Harrell, Marcus Saul, Schroeder, Dennis Schroeder. They lost Danny Green, the guy who couldn't make a three in the playoffs to save his life. Uh, 
they lost JaVale McGee, they lost Dwight Howard. Those are two big losses for them, but I feel like like uh, Harrell and Gasol can make up for that. So they're going to be fine. They're going to be better, I think. But the only thing, uh, so the end of the day is like you're, and you're in GOAT conversation with Michael Jordan, like Kobe, th- those guys. And Kyrie's just, he's just a player. He's just, He's got good handles. That's all we can say about him. He's not anything. He's not the greatest shooter. He's not the greatest finisher. He's not. He's none of that. He's just a point guard. So, um, I'm like, I if I was LeBron, it's like, okay, cool. Like, I don't care. Like, I mean, like, that's how you really feel. Okay, that's. Well, I'll see you if you can. I'll see you in the finals. That's what it is. Like, at the end of the day, uh, if you want to show how clutch and uh, good KD really is and KD is really good like he can shoot the ball way better than LeBron obviously but at the end of the day it's alright cool I'll see you in the finals you know and we might not see I, I mean it would be like I'm not I'm not a Le, like I like LeBron he's a good guy he's a good player but I'm not like a LeBron super fan like a lot of people are so I'm not I'm gonna say this he might not. LeBron might not even be in the finals, but Ky- Kyrie could be. Just saying, but or because so, the as as stacked as the Lakers are, like as, like what they did in the offseason is really good for them. There's gonna be like the Nuggets are gonna be good again. The Jazz are gonna be good again. The Clippers, they were good in the regular season, so that that they they'll they'll probably be good again. Uh, the total. They fell apart in the playoffs. I don't know what happened there. And then the Warriors were... Oh, the Warriors, like... Uh, that's a sensitive subject for me because that's my favorite team. Not a bandwagon, just saying. Um, but with Clay uh, tearing his Achilles, just is a killer. I mean, I still think they'll be a decent team. Maybe could squeak in 6, 7, 8 seed to get into the playoffs. But I don't know. The good thing for them is Houston's falling off. <laughs> I mean, they got John Wall, but they're gonna—they're probably gonna lose James Harden. And so the Lakers—I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if they do make the finals, but I wouldn't be surprised if they don't make the finals. And then on the Eastern Conference, the Nets—the Nets probably right now are the best team. Like they're the favorite to win the East because Kyrie, KD, Spencer Dinwiddie, Karis LeVert, Joe Harris. Jared Allen, DeAndre Jordan. I mean, there's there's so many good players on that team. And I know what I said. I know what I literally just said about Kyrie. But if like if they can put it together, they can be a really good team, a really unstoppable team. And the Bucks, uh, Giannis is always going to be good, but it's the production that he gets from his other play the the other players are that's going to be big for him because. I mean, Drew Holiday's really. He's. I think he's an upgrade from Eric Bledsoe. Uh, he's a better shooter, probably a better defender. Uh, Chris Middleton's a. He's a solid number two, number three guy now since Drew Holiday's there. If he can uh, shoot better, get more shots. He in the game that they won against Miami, he was shooting. He he they won because of him. But there was some shots where it's like, oh man, you don't need to shoot that. I mean, he would go in somehow, but like he don't need to shoot. like he needs to get better at creating better shots for himself I think 
and I think uh, Brooke Lopez, if he can get his three-point shot back down to where it's a little more consistent, and he can, uh, then they can be a really good team again. And they're really good. In the, they're really good in the regular season, just like the Clippers. They were really good in the regular season. They had the best team. In, they had the best record in the NBA, better than the Lakers. And but they couldn't do it against Miami, the eventual NBA uh, runner-up runner-ups. But and then of course Miami could be back too. Jimmy Butler, Tyler Hero, Bam, and Goran Dragic, all of them. They can be back. Um, Washington might be starting to like Bradley Beal, Westbrook, Russell Westbrook now. Rui Hachimura is really good. He was really good rookie uh, last year. They can be they'll they'll be a good team too to watch. Um, Toronto. That they surprised everybody last year when they were the two seed in the East because no one thought oh they're not gonna go back to uh, the finals without. Why? I mean, they didn't, but farther than most people thought. Then Boston's always good, so it'll be it'll be interesting, to say the least, for both LeBron and Kyrie's teams uh, on both sides. All right, now um, in the second show I ever did, I did a weekly debate, and it was Patrick Mahomes versus Lamar Jackson, and in that episode I did post it on my Facebook page, and I did get a a couple comments on some stuff that I should debate, and I never did them, though. I'm sorry about that. I'm going to do them now. I'm going to do all three of them now, because I feel like I can get through these fairly quickly. Um, uh, The first one I saw was, I remember doing was college overtime versus NFL overtime. Which one do I think is better? Definitely college overtime. to me, it's a no contest. Uh, just because I feel like once you... Okay, so I look at it from just like at the coin toss perspective of things. Like at that point right there. Uh, at a college overtime, they do the coin toss. Whichever team wins, they usually kick. Or they usually... They don't kick. They don't kick in college. They play defense. And so that just shows me right there that like that's how like they don't care because they that it lets them know what they have to do for their next drive. And versus the NFL, when they when they flip the coin, whoever wins they're gonna receive first because all they they know all they have to do is score a touchdown and the game's over. Versus in college, you you score a touchdown, the game's not over, the other team gets a chance to score two. So I think I mean the NFL has switched it up, like at the beginning, like if you score a touchdown, the game's over. If you kick a field goal, the game's over. Now it's if you kick a field goal, the other team does have a chance to score. Two, but that's only if they still if they if they score a touchdown, the game's over, no matter what. So I would like to see the NFL adopt the college football overtime, to where either way, if you score a touchdown, the other team still gets a chance. So. That and then I think the other one, one of them was like uh, Ty, Tiger or Phil, Phil being Phil Mickelson. Um, I am, I'm, I'm not gonna act like I'm just a huge golf 
Oh, Tiger versus Jack. Oh, okay. So yeah, I had to go look because I wasn't sure. I didn't know who Jack uh, Nicholson really was. Like, I know who he is. But I'm not going to... Uh... Did I say Nicholson? Jack Nicholas. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, see, that's just uh, like... Jack Nicholson's an actor. Uh, yeah, that's how I... Uh, the, new, the name sounded familiar. Jack Nicholson was one of the greatest Jokers of all time. That's... Yeah. Okay. My bad. But still... Uh... I I grew up knowing who Tiger Woods was. I'm going to be biased. I'm just going to go Tiger Woods. His influence in the golf game has been huge for a lot of people. So I, I want to go with him. And then the last one, Michael Jordan versus LeBron. And that's another one of those where I could be like, oh, I'm biased. I'm going to go with LeBron. I grew up with LeBron. But I really do think it was Michael Jordan because... The imp like same the impact he's had on the game of basketball. I mean, the shoe his shoes like you know, what his sh like you know that logo no matter what the number twenty three you don't most people don't think about LeBron they think of MJ, and same thing LeBron's got Space Jam two coming out. Do you really think that they would make if Space Jam the original Space Jam wasn't made? Do you really think that they'd make one with LeBron like they would have thought of that? No. So I think that is I think it's Michael Jordan. I don't have to get into stats and all that. It's, it's Michael Jordan. So there is the weekly debate. I'll try to do that every week, one one subject or three if I can get through them quick enough. Y'all just give me let me know. I'll post this on Facebook again, and that uh, I have one more new thing, new segment I call "They Decide, I Provide," and that is where I ask my to two of my best friends to give me five games and five random games, whether it's college, NFL, doesn't matter, and I will pick them who wins. And Reese, my friends Reese and Garrett, by the way, uh, Reese didn't want to do didn't want to do any, but Garrett did all five of them for me, and. I'll say thank you to Garrett, but he did go a little overboard because all I needed was the five games. He gave me who wins, and he gave me scores. So uh, I mean, good for him. Like uh, that's like hey, that's more, that's good too. Uh, see if we disagree or agree or disagree. So we'll go to it. Uh, he did three NFL and two college. First one: Browns beat Ravens thirty-one to twenty-seven. That's a solid pick. I'm not even gonna lie. But with the Ravens getting everyone back, starting to get everyone back. Lamar looked, he looked really good uh, running the ball. I he had some throws yesterday where I was like, well, wow, that it's they, it surprised the way like he just airmailed a couple of throws, just got away from him. Uh, so, and the Browns did beat the Ravens thirty-eight to six in the first game. It's the first game of the year, so. A lot of stuff to go through, a lot of rust to get through with both teams. Uh, or, or I guess one team because the Ravens put up 38. But I am actually going to go with the upset here with the Ravens winning this game. I think I don't think Baker Mayfield's going to have another game like he did against the Titans. And he could. If he does, that's awesome. But I, I just don't think he does. And they've actually been doing really good without Odell, so they could still win this game. But I'm going to go with Baltimore. I think Baltimore wins this game. 
And since he did scores, I will give him I'll give them a score. I will say 24 to 20. Ravens win that game. Uh Cowboys beat the Bengals 20 to 13. Uh of course I like that pick. Uh I'm gonna go with the Cowboys winning that game also. And I will say 17-7. I think it's a low scoring game. Um Chiefs beat Dolphins 35 to 20. I think that the Dolphins don't get enough credit for how like they've been playing. Tua's been playing. He's been playing a really. He's been playing decently. Uh, I'll, uh, this game against the Rams, he did get carried by his defense and special teams, but still they still won the game, so it doesn't matter. Um, yeah, I'm gonna go Chiefs beat, win that game also, and I think it's gonna be 42 to 21. I think they'll get one more touchdown. I think they'll score more against the Dolphins defense. Uh, Miami beats. North Carolina, 31 to 27. That one's... Both teams have been up and down. Oh, I guess Miami's just been, like, under the radar. Like, ever, ever since they lost to Clemson, you don't really hear about them anymore. But I think North Carolina's was a good team at the beginning. Then they lost to Florida State. They were a possible playoff team at that point. Then they lost to Florida State. I think they lost again. Who they lose to? North Carolina. They lost to Virginia, forty-four unranked Virginia. Uh, Florida State was unranked too. They lost. They have two unranked games. They were five at the point they lost to Florida State. So it was a real shock. And then of course they lost to Notre Dame, but no one expected them to beat Notre Dame. So that. Uh, so yeah, I'm gonna go with Miami. And they says thirty-one twenty-seven. Solid score. I'll say thirty-one twenty. I think, I think uh, they'll score less than twenty-seven. And then Texas beats Kansas forty-five to three. Texas put up sixty-nine points against Kansas State last week. I think they put up. I would say sixty-three to three. I think it's a blowout. Hopefully, it's a blowout because I'm a UT's where. That's another. I'm a big fan of UT. So. I think they'll win that game 63 to 3. That is they decide I provide. And that is the show actually. Um so I'm going to post this on Facebook. I'll put a link on my Snapchat and uh probably on my Instagram story. You guys give me a follow on Instagram at noahm472 again at noahm472. Thank you guys for listening. I had a I'm so happy to be back doing this again, and I won't be able to uh, do one next week. I have some family business that uh, we have to do take care of, but should be back Wednesday, the next Wednesday, for Christmas, because it'll be a few days before Christmas. And what more could you want besides me talking about sports for Christmas? Thank you guys for listening. Have a great day. Yeah, this looks like a